This is the CVBT Audio Interview Podcast, where you'll get ideas about improving your bottom line in business and in life from experts around the world. Mark, let's start by uh, telling our listeners a little bit about yourself and your company and what it is that you guys do. Sure. Uh, My name is Mark McKee. I'm the president and COO of OnPay. And uh, OnPay is a payroll software company. Uh, We offer full-service payroll. Uh, So for us, that means we do all the tax filings, all the payments, uh, making sure the workers get paid on time. Uh, Everything's automated and done for the client. And uh, everything is unlimited and included. Uh, We work on a SaaS business model, and so everything's kind of included in that monthly subscription. Uh, We also have a full HR platform, so things like automated offer letters, uh, PTO tracking, et cetera, that we do for people, uh, as well as a benefits offering for employers wanting to provide health insurance, dental insurance, vision insurance, things like that, uh, among others. So you are the super back office, we might say. That is a that's a great way to put it. We do we do the things that uh, others don't want to spend a lot of time on and, and typically view as a nuisance. Uh, and so we uh, we take that off their plate so they can focus on generating revenue, taking care of their team, focusing on customers, and growing the business. Sure, Mark. Uh, without naming specific names, can you give our listeners an idea of what you're hearing from your business customers about the economy and the COVID pandemic? Sure. I think that most, uh, you know, it's kind of shifted over the last seven or eight weeks as we've all kind of entered into this, this period. Um, and so I think that uh, initially it started with a lot of things that are, were new for them. Is like there obviously a lot of fear, uh, both personally and for their businesses. And I think that as people have started to understand more of, of what we're up against and maybe how long it will take, uh, I think they've talked about how do we now pivot our businesses um, to be online and virtual uh, while needed or, or having a physical presence in a safe way. And I think as everybody kind of adjusts to the new reality. Are, are they getting used to the idea that this might not be solved overnight? I think so. I think people are, you know, pretty adaptable uh, in general. Uh, I think people have uh, said, how can I pivot my business? Uh, this may, we may be, have to work remote for a while. We may have to alternate people in the office. I think it depends on the type of business and, and what they're doing and, and how they view um, their product or services essential or not, uh, for sure. But uh, I do think people are getting used to that idea. We've seen some, in our client base, things, ways to, you know, we have a uh, traditional kind of tutoring business in, in Southern California, uh, who's, a, who's been a long-term client. And uh, they have a classroom setting and, and physical uh, presence for tutoring for uh, kids and now they've pivoted and they'll actually drop off at the door either pizza dough like a pizza kit or cookie dough and then uh, later that day the kids in the house get to have a virtual online cooking class um, that way mom or dad can take a take a little bit of a break and uh, the kids are having fun and interactive and learning something new so we've seen some really creative thinking uh, as people have evolved their business model uh, to adjust for, for this pandemic well, that is certainly a food for thought without uh, too much of a pun intended. Uh, Mark, what kind of uh, questions are you guys getting when it comes to uh, COVID-19 assistance? Uh, I think most people are, are looking at, you know, the beginning, it was kind of technical questions on what's the difference between a furlough and a layoff. Um, 
you know, I think that's, that's pivoted even to things like how do I ask someone to leave work if they're not feeling well or symptomatic, uh, for example, something that people aren't used to, to doing. And, and now with this new uh, reality, again, it's, it's been difficult. So I think it's been a mix of how best to deal with their team in a difficult time, uh, as well as how to conserve cash and make sure they're utilizing some of the new programs uh, available to small businesses across the country. And there seems to be both confusion and frustration when it comes to tapping into those uh, new benefits. Could you give us a, a quick thumbnail sketch of what we as business people need to be doing and thinking about? Yeah, I think there, there's a good deal of information, like you said, to keep up with, and it seems to be changing almost every day, which certainly leads to the frustration. I think it's it's a lot at one time. But uh, from the start, we, we at OnPay have made a huge effort to be informative with uh, generating COVID-19 Resource Center. Uh, you can go to onpay.com backslash COVID-19 and check it out. But uh, from the beginning, our team said, you know, let's be informative and flexible with our clients and make sure they know about the various programs through our website, our knowledge center, emails, et cetera. So we've also incorporated all the new laws into our software application so that clients can utilize a tax credit or pull a report for the PPP loan program, uh, for example. I think the best tool for most uh, businesses is, is to utilize the, the PPP, and obviously they just round, uh, added a second round of funding to that. But that seems to be the um, cleanest and easiest way for most to get kind of short-term liquidity uh, on the books and then uh, potentially some of that forgiven, uh, depending on the program. Uh, there's also the employer retention credit for those who do not utilize the PPP. Uh, and they can, it's kind of an alternative. They can get up to $5,000 in credit, um, you know, over the second quarter and then beyond uh, potentially for keeping everyone on the payroll and, uh, and working and active. There's also the delay of the uh, employer portion of social security taxes. So everybody pays that 6.2% uh, employer uh, social security portion that can be delayed, uh, not forgiven, uh, important distinction here and uh, pay 50% of that for the rest of the year. And then 50% of that balance is paid uh, December of 2021 with the remainder paid in December of 2022. So there are uh, uh, several programs where people can utilize and uh, it's, it's been a lot uh, for sure. Usually treasury, you know, the IRS has a long time to consider these things, communicate out what it will do. And, and that process typically takes almost a year so uh, in a matter of weeks, they've had to communicate this out and it's changed. And so I think accountants, business advisors, attorneys, payroll companies, et cetera, um, have done a good job of getting their hands around what that, what those programs entail and how best uh, advise and help clients. Well, well, Mark, you're in a kind of an unusual position uh, in your company with the, with the input coming both from all the research that you guys do and all the uh, anecdotal stuff that you're hearing from your uh, customers. Would you take a minute to put a battery in that crystal ball of yours and kind of give our listeners your outlook for the future, the next quarter, maybe the rest of the year? Do you see that clearly at this point from your vantage point? Uh, I, you know, candidly, I don't. I think it's hard to, uh, we're getting a lot of mixed signals. I think it's dependent on the industry. It depends on the size of the business. It depends on Kind of how, what they're doing to conserve cash at this point about how people are are feeling. We've you know we have businesses in uh, New York City, for example, that are are very hard hit. They're going through an extremely hard time. Uh, we have you know 
at the same time, we have businesses in the, in the middle of the country or in California or wherever who are not experiencing it firsthand, but are, are having to close and, and are feeling it in that way. So I think it's been a bit of a mixed bag. Um, I think what's been great, and if uh, it's such a hard time for so many people, but we have seen instances where people are very optimistic and are doing their best. Like we mentioned the tutoring company there in uh, Southern California and others who have really done their best to change their company uh, strategy and, and adjust for a period of time that um, we don't know how long it'll last. I think that's where uh, most people that I'm talking to are saying, uh, what do you manage to, uh, how do you manage the business? And, it's, and that's the hardest determination at this point is what, what is, what is the end point that we're all managing for? And um, it's been encouraging to see in the news, some of these new treatments or potential vaccines coming around faster than they thought may be possible. Uh, and so I think it's seeing how do we get back to kind of the day-to-day where we can open uh, and open safely. Americans are famous for their optimism. Do you see that uh, diminished in any way? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think we're, in talking to the business owners who, who we work with, I think there is a lot of optimism. I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, uncertainty uh, for sure. But I think given that what we're dealing with, I think people remain optimistic. Uh, I think you've seen it in the stock market. Um, it's been pretty resilient, all things considered. Uh, that's usually a pretty good barometer about how, how people feel. And uh, so I think it's, it's not an if, but when and how things come back, uh, back to normal. Mark, you've been very generous with your thoughts and, and observations, but I wonder if there's something you'd like to talk about we haven't had a chance to uh, chat about yet. No, I think uh, we've covered kind of what, what people can do uh, with COVID-19. I think uh, Central Valley is obviously an important uh, area for us. We, uh, for a couple of reasons, uh, broadly, almost one in five of our clients is located somewhere in California. Uh, specifically, uh, we have a significant presence in the Central Valley for a couple of reasons. One, uh, agriculture companies have very specific payroll tax filings. And uh, so we support ag companies as well as companies with a mix of ag workers and non-ag workers. So uh, not only farms, but other businesses like um, a winery, for example, with uh, people working in the field, but also people working the retail element, like a tasting room. Um, they need a specific type of payroll reporting that we offer. And two, uh, we partner with accounting firms everywhere, but one of our best relationships uh, is with a firm located between Stockton and Modesto that we share well over 100 mutual clients just in that area alone. So Central Valley's uh, been an important piece of, uh, of business for uh, OnPay as we've grown, and so we're really proud to have a lot of clients in that area. You've been listening to the CVBT Audio Interview Podcast, one-on-one interviews with experts in business and personal growth. Keep up to date with all of our podcasts and news that impacts business by subscribing to our daily email newsletter. To sign up for a free introductory subscription, please send us your preferred email address. Our email is editor at biznews.com. That's spelled B-I-Z-G-N-U-S dot com. Thanks for listening.